to the official podcast of the Canberra Raiders. So close to the Raiders. And Papali would be an appropriate man to score. He's done it. He's done it. Brought to you by OAC Digital. Come join us as we go behind the limelight. Hello and welcome to Behind the Line, like the Raiders' official podcast, thanks to OAC. Round 22 sees the Raiders at home again against the St George Illawarra Dragons after the loss to the Penrith Panthers in round 21. The Raiders will probably need to win all four games to make sure they can secure a finals place in 2022, and it all starts this weekend. Joining me on the podcast this week is Rosie Harrison. Hello, Rosie. Hey, Ben. And JJ Clarkson. How are you, mate? Hey, how you Very good, thank you. Um, great to have you in. We'll get stuck straight into it. Let's go around the horn. Yeah, we're plenty making news in Raiders land this weekend and obviously we've had the situation uh, surrounding coach Ricky Stewart. Uh, We're probably not going to go into the ins and outs of that as the club's addressed most of that throughout the week. Um, However, um, obviously the big news out of the the finding is that Ricky won't be coaching the game uh, against the Dragons this weekend. So the Raiders assistant coaching team um, we'll be taking over the reins there and looking after things on Sunday afternoon. So uh, Ricky will be back next week uh, as we prepare for our round 24 match, uh, 23 match, sorry, um, as we head into that game. So um, we'll leave that one there. Uh, as I mentioned at the top of the uh, show, Rosie, calculations for the top eight. Um, obviously, you can do the ladder predictor on nrl.com. And, and I mean, in theory, the Raiders can finish anywhere between fourth and I think... 12th or 14th or something like that but realistically um, we're shooting for that you know eighth position and probably need to win all four games to get there. Yeah well we're currently sitting in that ninth place and two points behind the Roosters who are currently in eighth and the Roosters have a bet much better for and against as well so we've got to make up um, two points on them and the for and against so really looking as you said to win those last four games of the season. That's right I mean a lot of teams um, that are above us on the ladder play each other over the next few weeks. So it'll be interesting to see how that all pans out. Uh, JJ, I'm sure there's no talk of that um, behind the scenes and the boys are just pretty much focused on this weekend's game. Yeah, 100%. Um, boys are keen to rip in um, after last week. It was a, it was a hard p- uh, pill to swallow, especially um, after all the work we did in, on the field. It was a good week of preparation and, um, yeah, it was just unlucky, I guess. Yeah, that's right. The, the game against the Panthers, we'll touch on that shortly. Um, but we are celebrating retro round this weekend at GIO Stadium, Rosie, where we go back in time and um, play a bit of nostalgia at the ground. And obviously um, the Raiders synonymous with those late 80s, early 90s, but um, there'll be lots of fond memories from everyone growing up. Uh, have you got a favourite Raiders memory that you sort of sticks out for you as a child? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, my favourite memory was the 2019 Grand Final being, it's not that very nostalgic, but <laughs> um, just being part of the Viking Clap and all the fans there. Um, but it's going to be a great opportunity. There's going to be heaps of things going on um, at Retro Round um, at Jerry Stadium as well, um, like the $3.50 pie or chip special, um, a live band as well, which is, and lots of um, old 80s music and that. So should be a good time. That's right. The $3.50 pie and chips, how good for that. Um, <laughs> looking forward to that. And also the Bring Back the Banner competition this week. So you can bring back your banners. We've had some famous ones over the year, President Clinton, uh, one surrounding Alan Tung and uh, some other fun ones as well. So get your thinking caps on and create your banners uh, this week. JJ, you're only young. What's your favourite memory of the Canberra Raiders when you're a kid watching footy? To be honest, it would actually have to be that 2019 Grand Final as well. Um, I think it's a big part of why I've actually come here. Just seeing the culture the boys had and how they um, pulled together, it was just an awesome year, especially after... Not being in that eight, I think, that year. And 
I mean, getting back into the eight, sorry, that year, and um, the way they just pulled through and just kept kept going, it was just there. Yeah, I think it was a big reason why I'm here today. Yeah, it was an amazing time, an amazing experience, and let's hopefully we can get back there sooner rather than later. And who knows, we could still get there this year if things go our way and we win some games and have a push into that finals race. So retro round this weekend at GIO Stadium. Looking at the Penrith game on the weekend now, obviously, Rosie, not the result we were after. Um, a strong start by the team, uh, managed to score the first try, but um, probably had some more opportunities in that first half that we weren't able to capitalise on. Yeah, as you mentioned, the Papa scoring that first try um, was a great start, but just couldn't capitalise on a few early opportunities. And um, yeah, the Penrith were just too good in the end. They just took their opportunities and scored, but we um, couldn't, unfortunately. But yeah, hopefully to build on that this week. JJ, the, the Panthers' defensive line, um, you know, has seeing it up close and personal, it's, uh, it's quite hard to crack and they obviously have really good and generate really good line speed, so that was always going to be a challenge for us. Yeah, 100%. They, their goal line defence on the weekend was better than ours, unfortunately, but it was a, it was a, the way they defend is um, just all together. You know, they have an all-together mentality um, I think we just need to work on that. I think just capitalise on that. Just yeah, I think we just I think we just probably um, failed a little bit um, in our final execution on the weekend. We've been really really strong over the past month, putting the polish on those tries and scoring those tries. But um, for some reason, things just didn't quite go to plan uh, against the Panthers, Rosie. And it will probably take some good lessons out of that. Yeah, for sure. We can definitely build on it and um, work on yeah a few things heading into this crucial match against the Dragons. Against the, uh, probably early on too, one of the big things was just a couple of one-on-one defensive lapses that led to Panthers tries. And when you give a team like that the opportunity to score, um, it's you know, you're up against it, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. They're, I mean, they're top team for a reason and they, they definitely make you pay um, when they've got the ball down um, in, your, in your quarter. So, yeah, for sure. Just to add a little bit of uh, insult to injury, uh, Joe Tarpany obviously was had to come from the field with that rib injury. JJ, um, tell us about what he's been like, not only just on the f- not on the field, but around the training uh, this season and, and what it's like for a young guy like yourself to have someone like him um, playing the football that he is. Oh, it's been massive, especially in the middle with taps. Um, coming to training every week just makes it that so much more better. It just always helps you out no matter what. Even it's on the field, off the field, he loves having a chat with you. Especially as young boys, when I was coming in, um, didn't really know anyone, and he was just, uh, he was there with open arms and just treat me like everyone else. So yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, losing him and Ryan Sutton was a, a big blow to the team, particularly in the fact that. We needed both of those guys in our middle rotation, which has been so effective for us this year, Rosie. But uh, one good uh, thing to come out of the game was we saw Atta Mariotta um, get himself a debut, um, 18th man. He, he wasn't even supposed to be 18th man. Semi Valame was. And then he got injured in the cup game and uh, all of a sudden Atta comes on and gets a debut. What a great moment. Yeah, it was an absolutely amazing moment and, and crazy circumstances. Like he'd played um, almost like more than half of New South Wales Cup game um, earlier in the day. And then, yeah, it wasn't expected to play in RL, but then got the call up after Sato um, got off injured and he did a great job. He came on and, and did a few really good things. So excited to see him get his opportunity. That's right. He got there, JJ, when you guys did it, like 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the morning, played that game. He actually also got split across the bottom lip and then I think it was his first contact out there. He reopened that one. So it was a, was a, a very interesting but a really strong debut from him. Oh, 100%. Like just seeing, because um, seeing Arthur grow and just develop has been awesome, like, we used to live together in the house and as we've been through the grades and seeing him just grow into a person and play, it's just been awesome to actually see his time 
come through. Yeah, I mean, it was an amazing experience for him. It's probably like got a little bit washed away um, with everything that's happened post game. But like um, Atta Mariotta, Raider number 387, and I'm sure we'll see plenty more of him uh, as his career progresses. Our special guest for the podcast this week is JJ Clarkson. Uh, JJ, uh, obviously, you've had a bit of a tough time. Um, over the past couple of seasons with injury, but you're back in the side now and starting to play some footy again. I mean, that must be a good feeling. Oh, 100%. Just um, being able to actually train with the team and get out there and play with them as well has just been awesome. Not just obviously physically, but also mentally as well. It's been um, good to actually get back out there and play some footy. Yeah, I was going to ask, have you found uh, training with the NRL squad? Oh, it's been awesome ever since coming in um, uh, last year and um, actually training with them. It's a whole new level. Just being able to play and try. Oh, sorry, train with the older boys. You get you learn so much more each and every day. Who do you look up to in that squad? Who are your who are your mentors and who are the guys you look for for a bit of inspiration? Oh, I, I think it would have to be uh, Taps and Pups. Yeah, they they just um, tip you up and everything. Just let you know like, if you're slacking around, it just gives you a little clip around the ears. Come on, yeah, get your stuff sorted and and you learn so much off them. It's been awesome. Where do you see yourself um, as a player? What what position is your favourite and uh, what part of your game are you looking to work on? Um, yeah, I think front row is definitely, definitely my position. Um, I hopefully just want to just work on my ball playing a bit more, just uh, being adding another string to my bow. Just, um, just yeah, learn how to ball play a bit more and interact that into my game a bit more. There's so much depth in the forward pack as well this year. Um, so Arter and Trey and that get their debuts. That must be exciting to see. Oh, yeah, 100%. Just seeing them get the debuts makes you want to work even harder. And now that I'm back on the field, it just just done um, play footy is just it's good. Yeah. You make uh, you made mention earlier of the fact that you'd live with Adder in the in the house, the famous Raiders group house, which is uh, where like a lot of young players first come and um, and spend some time. And, and have that support there before they go into um, their own uh, living arrangements. And, uh, mate, your your parents, yeah. um, Sharon and Cyril, they actually, like, look after the house and, and have the job of, you know, making sure that everyone's feeding and cleaning their rooms and all that sort of stuff. What was that like when you first came over? Yeah, it was good. Um, I moved down straight after school, lived with our Brownie for a little bit, and then mum gave me a call and said, oh, she's got offered a job to look after the Brady's house. I said, oh, are you going to take it? And she said, yeah, I think me and Dad can come down and take it. So they ended up taking it. Um, yeah, I was one of the first boys to go in with a couple of other boys, Trey and Arthur and Caleb and all that. And um, I think the biggest reward for mum and dad is just seeing the boys succeed. I think I just had a couple of boys I play on around now, like Trey, Arthur, Trevelyan. I think that's the biggest reward is just seeing them succeed. Yeah, absolutely. I know they do a wonderful job there in that house. And I've been there at mealtime. It's not a it's not a small feed for the boys, is it? No, she yeah, <laughs> she she actually starts cooking around twelve o'clock, so just to get the feed ready for five. So yeah, she um she cooks early, but yeah, she, she does do a good feed. I sure do. It's a nice way as well to get to know your teammates um outside of uh, the workspace as well. hundred oh, percent, like that much. Uh, you you get you, you form that many bonds in that house and. You're, you're holding forever, those friends, so, yeah, it's been good. Now, you've had your time in the house and you've uh, sort of moved out of, of there for now and you've got a, a partner who plays local footy. What's yep. that like, having two footy players in the house together? Yeah, my partner, Claudia, yeah, she played for um, Queenie Blues at the moment. She um, just played Tasha Gale for Raiders um, la- last year. Um, but, yeah, as a, it's good because we tip each other up on, on stuff and um, I think I'm going to catch her up on, eh? She's, um, I think, dropped. Try score at the moment, so um, 
She's got a lot, I've got a lot of work. Absolutely. She <laughs> got has she got aspirations now that the Raiders have got that um, NRLW license to maybe um, put a hand up and try out maybe at some stage when the trials come around and, and, and maybe try and find a spot in that squad? Oh yeah, she's um she, yeah, she's really hungry for it, to be honest. Um she yeah, she always asks me every couple of days, let's go do some let's go do some stuff. Yeah, she's really keen on getting out there and Hopefully cracking it, yeah. Absolutely. I'd love to see you guys both make your debut on the same day at GIO yeah. Stadium. That'd be a pretty special moment. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. JJ, um, we're going to talk now uh, in a minute about the Dragons uh, preview, but for the, you this weekend, uh, what's the what's the routine for the boys? I know that there's no games prior to this weekend. What's the New South Wales Cup schedule looking like? Yeah, it's looking good. I think we're heading up um, Sunday. We've got um, Tigers, West Suburbs, um, at Leichhardt. So we head up there and have a good prep. Good captain's run, and uh, I think it should be a good week. You guys have had a couple of losses recently, and no doubt you guys are pretty keen and hungry to get a win and try and get yourself back into that, you know, finals contention. Yeah, I think we're just outside the just outside of the top five, which um, uh, we should be back up there. Hopefully, get a couple of wins and. Um, yeah, should be contestant. Yeah. Absolutely. There it is, uh, JJ Clarkson. We'll now move on to the preview of the Raiders and Dragons at GIO Stadium. Yeah, as we mentioned, retro round at GIO Stadium this weekend, Rosie, plenty happening. But on the field, it really is a must-win match for the Raiders and we need to get this one to try and um, you know, keep in touch with that top eight and keep that finals dream alive. Yeah, definitely. And the Dragons are only two points behind the Raiders as well. So we don't want them to win and they'll, they'll be even with us. So it's a crucial match and, um, yeah, looking forward to getting the win. Last weekend, JJ, you felt the atmosphere at the ground with that big crowd against the Panthers from the sideline. Uh, no doubt we want to see a big crowd out there again this week. Yeah, 100%. I, I honestly... Can't wait to hopefully hear about it, but that crowd and if we can get a crowd like that again, get around like the boys and just get around them because uh, we need this win. Absolutely. Importance of getting off to a good start, Rosie, in this game. Obviously, the Dragons come here. Um, they're, they're two points below us on the ladder. I mean, realistically, they could still make the eight if they win all games and things go their way as well. So we really need to get on top of them early and try and, and muscle them out of the game. Yeah, definitely. I think one stat for the Dragons is that the, the times that they've scored the opening try, they haven't lost. So we need to, <laughs> if we score the opening try, we'll go a long way to winning. But um, definitely that's a, um, a huge importance this week, our start. Absolutely, and, and obviously Ben Hunt too. He um, he's kicking game again uh, when the, in those horrible conditions down there at Wollongong. Um, when you know, once again one of the big differences in the team. So um, Jamal and Jack have been you know kicking really well the last few weeks. JJ, that kicking performance against the Titans in particular, we just were constantly putting down their end, down their end. So it's important to get that again this weekend. Oh yeah, definitely, especially like turning those big boys around, get them tired, and that the boys' kicks they've been outstanding this this year and. Um, they can just keep, keep, that, keep doing that and just turn those big boys around and I think we should be able to get them. That's right. Gates open this weekend at 11.50. The Katrina Fenning Shield game is actually the pre-game. Is Claudia playing in that yeah, game? Claudia's yeah, Claudia's playing that game. There you go. Yeah. So she'll be out there having a run around on the weekend as well. So get out there and support local women's rugby league. All right, we're going to wrap things up here. JJ, this is where we get everyone to predict something that's going to happen in the game this week. Uh, we didn't do a podcast last week, but the week before that, Lauren actually guessed Sebastian Chris getting a try against the Titans. He actually picked up a double. I had Jamal Fogarty and missed out, and uh, a guest on that podcast was Chance Nickel-Cookstar, who had Jack Whiten, but unfortunately missed out. Rosie, what have you got for us oh, this week? I'm going a Xavier Savage try, I think, back in the team this weekend, and he'll um, score. Yep, good call. JJ, what do you think might happen this weekend? Oh, I think I might have to go... Big pups again, eh? Under the post. 
yeah. likes that. He does. He scores a lot of tries. And uh, that try last weekend, obviously that famous spot where he scored in the 29 prelim. So good call there. Uh, I'm going to go for Jamal Fogarty to kick a 40-20 this week. I feel that his kicking game is getting better and better each week. And I've been watching him out there at training and he's been hitting them really sweetly. So I'll go for a Jamal 40-20. JJ Clarkson, thanks very much for joining us. We really appreciate your time. All the best of luck for this game and the remainder of the season. But thank you guys, thanks for having me. No worries, Rosie. See you out there at Retro Round on Sunday afternoon. Can't wait. You're looking forward to it. There it is. Raiders uh, behind the limelight, thanks to OAC Digital. We'll catch you next time.